Come, have breakfast. What a nice way to start your day with the Lord. I want to make the difference. Not a trick question. After that, who wants to say? What does a sign do? Come on, shout it out. Who wants to say? What was that? It points to something. Right. A sign points to something else. That's right. It does. It's not what it points to. So if you see a sign that says Disneyland 365 miles, you know that it's Disneyland 65 mi- 365 miles away. But when you get there and the big sign says Disneyland, that's not Disneyland. It points to Disneyland. You've now entered Disneyland. Okay, so that's a sign. Now, what's a symbol? Uh, yeah, points to something, but it's represents, but not actually says it sort of explicitly. So, for example, after peace, or is uh, is often points to a curtain country, like or a dove uh, points to peace, or the cross sign is the sign of Christianity. So those are symbols that point to something, represent something that it points to, and then sign straight. Okay, so now here's a really difficult question. You might need to call a friend on this one. All right. Yes. Ooh. Yes. It's something that points to God. Very good. So it is. The sacrament is a sign that points to God. Well, yes. And there's one more part to it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. It's. It does. You're right. It does. It's. It's a, again. It's a symbol and a sac. It is a symbol and a sign. But here's what the difference is. So it not only points to uh, something of God, it is what it points to. Ooh. So it's not just what it's pointing to or represents, but it is what it points to. So for example, today we're going to have the bread and wine, which is going to point to the body and the blood of Christ, and is the body and blood of Christ. See, it is what it points to. Not just points to it, but actually is it. And so the body of Christ, we are called to become the body of Christ, we are called to become what we receive. And that's what, boys and girls, you are going to be doing today for the first time and that we have done umpteen times. Now, the reason why I bring all the signs and symbols up because John's gospel, and today's gospel in particular, uh, John's gospel is very rich with symbols and signs. It has seven major signs, but it's totally uh, lined with symbols, and, and some of them are more important than others. Like today's little subtle symbol you get is if the, the uh, disciples are fishing at night, and Jesus arrives at the dawn. Ooh, you wouldn't re- necessarily recognize that. It's very subtle. That they're in darkness, as in sin, and Jesus is the light of the world who represents the dawn. He's there waiting them and telling them to come have breakfast. Okay, so, but here's really, there's a more important one in here, and we want to break it open just a little bit because it's really important, boys and girls, to what you celebrate today for your first Eucharist. There's a thing there in there that says 153 large fish. Isn't that an odd number? Isn't it? Like, why 153? Why not 150? Like, round it out. Does anybody know why they say 153 fish? It's a tough question. I bet your parents don't even know. <laughs> Any parent know? You know? Yeah. It represents what? 
And, well, yes, it all, everything in Scripture represents Jesus. You can always win on that one. Good job. Okay, you caught me. But it's a little more than that. Yeah, that's a trick one, that one. All right, can't say no, right? Um, so 150, at that time, 153 was the number of variety of fish, large fish that they thought there was in the world. So now, obviously, we now know there's a whole lot more than 153 large fish in the world. But that's what they believed at that time. So that was a way of Jesus saying that, the, that their catch was all varieties, and the fish was representing people, and the fishermen, the disciples, are the disciples catching people. And so you're going to catch everyone. And here's the most important. The net does not break. That's a signal that the, God's love can catch everyone and hold everyone and will never break. God's love will never be breakable. So the net represents God's love. Oh, that's not very subtle. That's all very interesting, right? But here's where the most important part of today's one is, and this is why we want to break open, is, is the dialogue with Peter at the very end. Now, anyone, boys and girls, anyone know why it was three times? Why did Jesus ask him three times, do you love me? Now, there's a symbol in here. There's a, there's a piece of information that nobody else has. And charcoal is the key to unlocking this, this little lock. Charcoal. I know it sounds funny. But charcoal is mentioned in this reading and is never mentioned but only one other time in the Gospel of, of John. Somebody knows back there? Very good. And that happened at a charcoal fire. Well done. So she said it was the uh, three times that Peter denied Jesus, three times, and it happened at a charcoal fire. Charcoal fire, charcoal fire. You got to love the writing, no? Don't you just at least appreciate the tricks and the two? Anyway, I could be here all day explaining it. But look, the point is it was about the denial. So Peter is reminded that he is forgiven three times but that his role is to go and to tend the sheep, is to pass on that forgiveness to others, to be the follower of Christ. And that's why the last words of today's gospel, follow me, come follow me. And that's what he keeps on saying over again. So boys and girls, what does all that mean for you and your sacrament today? Well, here's what it is. Is not only are you meant to be a sign that points the way to Jesus, not only are you meant to be a symbol representing Jesus, you are meant to be the sacrament of Jesus in that you become what you receive. You become the body of Christ today when you receive it. You become what you receive. And what you're pointing to is you're pointing to God and Christ in particular in your life. And what does that mean for us? Well, it means that we're called to be kind. We're called to be gentle with others. We're called to be a follower of Jesus. We're called to be a forgiver of others. So what does that mean, boys and girls, for you? Well, is this your first communion, the first time you're receiving to become the body of Christ? We all take this promise every single week. And so you're taking it now very seriously. And what you do is you're going to promise to be the first to forgive, the first one to be kind, the first one to be gentle with others, the first one to be loving, the first one to chip in, the first one to point to Jesus Christ in your life. That's the promise you make today as you come forward and you say amen. That's what you're promising amen to. 
But we do that same promise every single week. And so it's hard work. And that's why we keep coming back every week, because it is hard work. And, and so we need the nourishment of the body of Christ each week to become the body of Christ. Each only are you a symbol. You're, in summary, today, not only are you a sign, not only are you a symbol, you are the sacrament of Jesus that points the way to God's love in our world. And we promise not only to be the first communion, but to be the first to do, to be kind, first to be gentle, first to be forgiving, and first to be loving.